Welcome to Doesn't Add Up. My name is Tristan Stewart Robertson. My name is Liam Pollock. Today we are going to travel to the metaverse. Ooh. Yes, everyone needs a verse. Everyone does need a verse, but do we need a metaverse? That's the real question. I'm, I'm pretty sure we already knew that we didn't before Facebook even turned itself into meta. It's such an interesting rebrand, I find. Just meta. It's arrogant. Which is what you would expect from Facebook. It is what you would expect from him, you're right. Mark Zuckerberg is a very elegant man. I mean, I guess he has some right to be. He is... He controls most of the population. He does control as, most of us. As was demonstrated in the uh, the recent Netflix documentary, Don't Look Up. And I mean, just look at you. You openly mocked Meta, not even online, just in real life. And now he's blocked you from ever having friends. He has. He has. Like, he's just like, no, uh, no longer will you be allowed to socialise with people, and you're just stricken from the record. Liam got a new phone and set it up in ten minutes. I got a new phone, my second in five months, and I'm still trying to set it up a week later. It's because I'm handsome. I have handsome privilege. I, I have handsome privilege. A privilege of the Hanson brothers? No, that sounds wrong. That sounds a bit wrong. Good mm. thing you've been stricken from the record. Mbop. Mm, Bop. So, what can you tell me, since you're more versed in the metaverse? <laughs> um, what can you tell me about the metaverse? Because I don't really know anything about it. Facebook has rebranded itself meta with a view to... It, it, it seems as though it's a VR... They're going back to the 80s. So we are going back to the 80s to have a VR world where you don't go shopping by, you know, clicking a button or, God forbid, going to a store and speaking to an employee. Instead, we're going to all, we're going to digitize everything. So you experience your world as a digital world. It's a little bit like Google Glass, I feel. You know, okay, that, yeah, that yeah, brief yeah, lived, Google Glass. Yeah, the, the brief. It didn't really take off, though. Google Glass didn't work because, unfortunately, there's still a majority of people slim perhaps that go out in the world even with the pandemic and everybody locked at home and ordering stuff online we still like the real world i mean i was quite surprised that google glass never really took off i'm not I mean, okay <laughs> well like if i'm walking down the street i don't want to crash into things i crashed into something the other day because i wasn't properly paying attention to where i was walking yes i suppose that's fair it depends on the user interface so you were walking down the street and a digital sign is throwing ads at you while you're trying to walk. I'm sorry, you're not paying attention. It's not it's it's not safe. It's not sensible. No, I suppose you're right there. When you were it like that, I realized how foolhardy I've been. It might yet take over our world, I you know. Or it might indeed take over our metaverse. The reason I decided to do this one like pick metaverse as the topic for this podcast episode was because the other day you showed me the metaverse Walmart video. So like I like you showed me like a, a this briefly and so I tried to like avoid it so this would be like a completely honest like first time for me just completely experiencing this. But like where did this come from? Like how did you find this originally? I, I found it on Twitter. Howdy. Thanks for visiting Walmart. I will be your shopping assistant module today, but you can call me Sam for short. Okay, let's get started. 
I have your shopping list loaded up and I'm tracking your oil change so I can let you know as soon as it's done. You see the tomato sauce on your left? Go ahead and grab that and then place it in your cart. Great, looks like you need a good wine pairing. Take a look to your right. Okay, well, I mean, it looks a little basic so far. Your age has I like the interface. Verified through your profile, so no need to wait for an ID check. Just place the item in your cart whenever you're ready. Well, that's strange. So I just ID'd them and picked it up. Oh, it gets weirder. Oh, Jesus. This is like the Matrix now. I need guns. It's, it's, a, it's a terrifying empty warehouse Lots until giant I'm voids open. From your connected smart it looks like you already have a full gallon of milk at home. Should we put this one back? Oh, that's horrifying. So, like... Wait, how would you... It's a smart fridge. It's presu it's presuming you have a smart fridge that tells you how much milk you have. How does it, how does a smart fridge know how much does it analyze? How yeah. does it know it's milk? One was, was like Good yogurt. News. Your oil change is done. Your vehicle will be ready at the tire and lube express. I've added the service charge to your car. Tire and now lube express. The, the sex the shop down on Main. I mean, I get why it's like a big empty void because they can like render an entire. Well, no, hold on a second now, because now they're at the checkout or whatever. Um, has great reviews on Walmart.com. Actually, no, I was going to say there's a whole like section of shops, but it's all accessories. It literally, all says accessories. It's just copy and pasted assets. Here are some options on Jet.com. The, the virtual hands are basically like Mickey Mouse hands with the white gloves. It's weird that the ground just consumed the uh, trolley. Looks like that's everything on your list. Are you ready but then the trolley, why would the trolley return? I don't understand this. I'll have the TV brought out to your car. Thanks for shopping yeah. at Walmart and have a great day. Now this is my question. So the TV is taken out by drone. And does the drone then bring the actual TV to your house? Or are you in the parking lot and it brings it to your car? Like where is the where is the actual shopping? Where's where's the physical stuff? Fine, you have a virtual fridge at home that is monitoring your milk levels and how much presumably calcium you may or may not have in your bones. But how does the physical milk get to the fridge? And how do you consume it? Do you do you still consume milk? Or in this metaverse, is it just digitally like splashed all over you in some kind while of... While you're inside the metaverse, right, you buy the milk and then tubes come out of your VR headset and then they connect to your veins and the milk is just pumped directly into your veins. Or Tuesday. It's a fascinating, fascinating concept. I'm going to rewind the trailer just now because there were some things that I wanted to get like a proper analysis of. Like, so there's a bit where we go back to the checkout and he goes, this is everything on your list. And the whole list comes up. And their shopping list is fascinating. I don't know, see when you first watched this, did you read their shopping list? No. Their shopping list is t-shirt medium, green cabbage, drone battery, tomato sauce, pinot grigio, tire and lube express oil change, a TV, and a universal remote. Which is a very odd list. I'm still just, I'm... Cool air refrigerator, milk detected, remove milk from your car. <laughs> you can only have one milk. I guess in this apocalyptic future, we're rationing milk. Well, yeah, but watch watch how they just put the milk back in the... Oh, they, they just yeet it. Although I love that they couldn't pick up at first properly, like... 
it's proper like video game mechanics of it just being really clunky. But I do like that in the background of this, there's just an advert for the 2 for 15 pizza. No, 2 for 12. Taking baked pizzas, 2 for 12. Mm. Yes, this is just... This is fascinating and quite scary in some ways. Um, like, I feel like it could be exciting and interesting. I'm all for this, but I feel like it's... I don't know, I think the fact that it ID'd them based on their account... Which I guess is fine, because you don't want kids to buy alcohol. But the fact that I did them, the fact that the fridge could detect how much milk that they had and they could only get one milk, it's, it's interesting. I wonder about, like, this VR assistant, because they're a real person. Yeah, well, I, I have a question about what if you refuse to sign up to Facebook or to Meta? Or what if you don't have a smart fridge? Or what if you don't want to pay for the VR headset? Or... Mm. You know, I mean, like, is this designed for communities and individuals who just might not want to spend that money or might not have that money to spend? This is very much a upper, middle, upper class future. I, I don't know if it's meant to be utopia. It doesn't look like utopia to me. It's sunny outside, so it's clearly not Scottish, but... <laughs> um, what raises more questions, though, is... I don't think that target audience shops at Walmart. No. I guess this is a way to try and bring them in. Hey, do you hate going outside? Well, now you no longer have to. We have drones that will fly your shopping directly to your front door. I mean, in our pandemic world, uh, I suppose that is the future. But also that digital shop assistant, she, uh, she needed more social distance. She was a very close. I wonder if you can pick your assistant. Like, if you can go, like, oh, I want my assistant to be, you know, like, of a certain gender, or I want them to be of a certain race, or, you know, like, I want them to be of a certain age range. Like, I wonder if you can, like, customise. I'm interested in this one. Work in the... So this is one of the ones from the Meta's official YouTube. And this is them advertising how work will work in the Metaverse. Over the last year and a half, a lot of us who work in offices have gone remote. And while I miss seeing the people I work with, I think remote work is here to stay for a lot of people. So we're going to need better tools to work together. Let's take a look at what working in the metaverse will be like. Imagine if you could be at the office without the commute. You would still have that sense of presence, shared physical space, those chance interactions that make your day all that accessible. That uncanny they are. Now imagine that you have your perfect work setup and you can actually do more than you could in your regular work setup. And on top of all that, you can keep wearing your favorite sweatpants. Looking good. Let's get together real quick for a debrief. I'm free now. Let's jump in. Hi. Hey. So what do we think? I think it's ready. Great. I'll prep it for the presentation. All right, good luck. Imagine a space where you can tune out distractions and focus on the task at hand. And when you're ready to share what you've been working on, you can present it as if you're right there with the team. Wait, where's Mark? I think he's in the middle of something. Okay, well, for, last moment first. I think he's in the middle of something. Sounds like he's on the shitter. <laughs>
So Mark <laughs> is on the toilet. He's just been outed from the toilet by his colleague. And what you're saying is that the toilet is not included in the metaverse? No. Okay. How no does that, in the metaverse. that doesn't seem like a great metaverse. Like, if I, if I can't go and interact in the toilets with my colleagues, then how is it achieving that Ally McBeal ideal? Did Ally McBeal still... interact in the toilets a lot? Oh my god, like every episode. Oh really? Oh girl, what was she doing? There were whole dance sequences in the toilets. What? Yeah. You would get that in the metaverse. I mean, you might. You might. You might have to pay extra for that. Somebody decided to look at episodes of CSI New York and Miami, or whichever ones it were, where you have, like, digital line drawings of bodies, and you can just sort of reach in and pull the bullet out. Somebody looked at that and decided, that's what we need for the metaverse, is we're just going to have, like, complete holograms that are not remotely realistic. That's the perfect future. Well... Do you know it really remind me of actually when I watched it? It reminded me a lot of um, the episode that we watched the other day of Cowboy Bebop, where one of the characters puts down like a, a hologram device and it scans him, and then he's like in a different room of other people like chatting to them, but like his physical body's like in a different space. Mm-hmm. Like it was just the way that this the the woman. Um, I don't know if she's actually, and I assume she's in a metaverse space. Like she's sitting in what looks like a park. Yeah, no, that's that's the High Line in New York. Oh, so is that like a real space? Yeah. So she walk that. It's great. Oh, okay. So she's just sitting there, like looking at her screen terminals, and then she's like, "Oh, and, pres- and pressing the air." <laughs> I love the way it pops up, and she she just goes, "Oh." So let's jump in, but she's she needs to stand up for that. She's just yeah, she's just stand up for some reason. I'm not quite 100 percent sure why, but I also love how robotic she is with her. I'm free now. Let's jump in. Yeah, he also stood up, which is fascinating. Their entire interaction just feels ridiculous and fake. But also, she like appears in his, I guess, I don't know if this is his room or if this is just another virtual reality. I'm really confused as to what space it, he's it, in. It, I think he's in his home that is projecting images onto his eyeballs. Okay, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. I mean, I'm having flashbacks to, quite frankly... Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. So she's appeared and she's clearly wearing the outfit that she was wearing, which I don't know if she's pre-programmed it to wear the same outfit she was wearing that day. It feels like a lot of effort every morning to wake up and pre-program your meta. To have well, that's a good it. point, actually, because his colleague who walked by earlier was entirely, was a digital avatar. This is a projection of her. This is a projection of her. Yeah, because the digital avatars were all really cartoony. They really remind me of avatars from, like, Xbox. Whereas, she's a digital projection but they, they advertise it at the start of this commercial by saying, you can work from home, but still wear your sweatpants. We already do that. We already do that. Uh, it's like, oh, the comforts of your office, but still in your sweatpants. But like, if you didn't have to like project yourself to someone, like, would that have to go get changed just for my projection? Like, Look, we are so... It's fine that in Silicon Valley, you can have this imagined digital future. But we are a long way away from that. UK courts, and particularly Scottish courts, can't even maintain a digital link that you can hear the audio from the next room. So we can't even master those basics of communication. The Supreme Court in the US last week had a hearing where one of the judges was effectively mute for the first couple minutes of her questions 
because they couldn't master basic audio. This is not a functioning system. I love... So they go at the end of this to do their presentation. He's like a virtual hologram of like his body, which is see-through. The rest of his group appear as video game characters. And then the people they're presenting to are clearly in a Zoom meeting. This is three different mediums all of What do the people in the Zoom meeting see? Does this look like they're just watching like a video game of The Sims? Do they see like this- like what angle would they see? Presumably for each of these people it's all first person. Well yeah, I, I think that although in, in this ad, although we are seeing the guy watching the meeting as an outline, he isn't, we wouldn't actually see that perspective. You would only see a first person perspective. We only see, yeah, we only I see, assume so there's not a third person perspective. He would, yeah, so he would be seeing first person, but presumably if he's appearing, like if he's appearing as like a ghost um, and the people on the table are appearing as like video game characters... Like he, they would have just made him a video game character. So presumably they would be seeing first person, but they would be seeing him as a ghost in first person. But what are the people in the Zoom meeting seeing? Are they seeing like a camera from above this, or are they seeing it out of like everyone's first person eyes? I don't understand. Or are these video game characters the people in the Zoom? I don't know. I don't know, and I'm worried for the future now. If this is what work is like in the metaverse, count me out. But who cares about work? Let's look at education in the metaverse. So, we're gonna have an astrophysicist in the family. Actually, I have to write this paper. Will you help me? Let's take a closer look. What part of the solar system are we talking about? Saturn. If you were taking astrophysics, you could study in the metaverse. Did you know the rings are made up of billions of icy particles? Really? Look at this. You're ready to do that paper now, right? Yeah. In the metaverse, you'll be able to teleport not just to any place, but any time as well. Ancient Rome. Imagine standing on the streets, hearing the sounds, visiting the markets, to get a sense of the rhythm of life over 2,000 years ago. Imagine learning how the Forum was built by actually seeing the Forum get built right in front of you. Th those are two very different sections of education, firstly, but okay, fine. Look, I, I can understand the benefits of VR for education to a certain extent. Um, I did see... Uh, Google, what are they called? Google headsets? You know, the ones with the cardboard boxes that you fit a mobile phone into. Yeah, oh yes. Um, in a, a, in a classroom, um, a couple years ago. And yes, it is interactive and yes, it is a distraction for five minutes. It also <laughs> made the kids really hyperactive. Um, cause none of them had this, but I, I'm not sure. I can see more of an education benefit, but I'm also not sure how it will work. Again, it depends. You really are requiring schools to have the money for this technology. I mean, it's bad enough that the school I went to was having it pumped into it because, not because of government funding or local authority funding, but because of Google funding. And I'm, I'm sorry, I'm old enough to be a cynic. I really don't want giant corporations in classrooms like that. It, it just is 
in the 80s, we were concerned about having vending machines with branding on them. Like, <laughs> we've gone, we've given up on that entirely. We've just said, well, we're just going to let private corporations fund everything in schools. But what if you, what if a school can't afford that? Mm. Right? And this is really, this is really for the richest schools. It just adds to the gap in Scotland. We call it the attainment gap. I don't really know sometimes if that's the best term for it. But the gap between what poorer pupils can achieve and what richer pupils can achieve. I've visited private schools, and you can do anything at private schools because there's so much money. You can learn absolutely anything. You can go trips to absolutely anywhere. The stuff that is not available at the majority of schools in the slightest. So I think that something like this is just going to add to that gap. Um, you know, I agree. It's um, something that I've been seeing a lot in conversation online um, the past couple of days is the concept of the same 24 hours. Like, no one has, like, the same 24 hours. And people would just say, oh, like, I, you know, people will be like, oh, I worked really hard to get this. Um, or where I am, especially like in a celebrity culture driven world, but they don't take into account, you know, they already come from more wealth or they've had like different opportunities. So like they're 24 hours, like as someone pointed out, like a single mum working like a, like a full time job just to try and make ends meet does not have the same 24 hours that Beyonce has. And definitely not from that ad for Tiffany's. No, definitely <laughs> place not. Before I mean, that 24 hours of hard was fantastic. So yeah, like you're right, there is a gap here that it creates um, where the wealthy get more opportunities and more like expansive opportunities um the the poor people just can't keep up with how how many millions were spent on coming up with meta and i'll venture oh let's say a million at least on advertising and an infinity symbol as their logo how much of that money spent could have actually funded say good internet access at various schools because i'm sure there are countless schools in the u.s and i'll even venture in california down the road from silicon valley that don't have the technological capacity to run something like that who controls the creation of that stuff who dictates that look i mean texas is banning and in some cases burning books because they you know encourage people to learn about oh wait there's lgbtq pupils or, wait, America was founded on slavery? Those are being banned. So if you can't have that in classrooms, if you if you can't have physical books, what on earth are you going to have with this? And who is going to control that? Because mm-hmm. if politicians get to dictate what you see through this sort of thing, and, uh, you know... No, but that's a very horrifying thought, and I hadn't thought about that there. You're right, like, they have to design, they'll design what this seems like, what, how this appears. So, yeah, I, I'm, they, at the, I'm at the mercy of seeing a particular building being built in that ancient Rome. And where would they draw the line on history? Like, yeah. can we just watch, like, the nice parts of history? If you were, say, for example, you were mentioned earlier of Texas banning discussion on slavery, like, if we were to look at that point, would we be able to see the true conditions or would it just be like glossed over? It's a, it's both a rich white digital future, but also masculine because there was, uh, I can't remember where the article was, but 
Um, there was a tech reporter who went in and everyone who she interacted with in the metaverse, almost all of them were male and many of them hit on her. So Disgusting. it is not, it's exactly the world you would expect. Boys with toys, as they say in Goldeneye. It's exactly the world that you would expect. And that's not, surely we shouldn't be trying to come up with a digital replica of the worst parts of the planet that we already have. Well, why don't we try and end on a much happier note for the metaverse then, and socialising in the metaverse. Oh, dear God. Right? We've had work, we've had education, we've had shopping. I need a drink. Well, let's socialise then. Alright, perfect. I love that you picked the most generic, like... Oh, hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hi. Hi, Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Uh Uh-huh. Who made this place? It's awesome. (laughs) Right? It's from the crater. I met in L.A. Uh, this place is amazing. (laughs) Boz, is that you? Of course it's me. You know I had to be the robot, man. I thought I was supposed to be the robot. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) I knew you were bluffing. (laughs) Hey, wait. Where is Naomi? Let's call her. Naomi! (laughs) Hey, should we deal you in? Sorry, I'm running late, but you've got to see what we're checking out. There's an artist going around Soho hiding AR pieces for people to find. 3D street art? That's cool. Send that link over so we can all look at it. This is stunning. Okay, that is something. That's awesome. Wow. I love the movement. Wait, it's, it's disappearing. This is amazing. Hold on. I'll tip the artist and they'll extend it. Wow. Brilliant. If you guys like it here, I have another room that you're going to love. Check out this forest room. Huh, let's see it. Koi fish that fly? That's new. This is wild. Hey, one sec, Boz. It's Priscilla. We saw that on the side of buildings hey, you in, have to uh, see this. Beast is going crazy. Oh, I love that guy. We've got to show that to the kids. Can you also send that to my dad? I'll message him. All right, see you at home. This place is great, Boz, but there's something i got to get back to. So that, this advert is full of so many things that I want to draw attention to. So my, my first favourite one, well, like I mentioned before, um, was the fact that he picked the most generic look possible. Bland. Bland! Then like, they get into the space bit where they're all playing cards, but then there's like, the one woman that's just flowing amongst them, which I feel is kind of cheating, because she's clearly going to look at everyone's cards. I, I, I like that, oh, who created this place? Oh, the creator. Uh-huh, so Zuckerberg. Uh-huh. Right. It reminds me of the architect from The Matrix. But then I love that he's like, right, let's call Naomi. And then so he like, calls her like on Facebook Messenger and she answers. But she's clearly on, like, okay, someone's clearly with a camera. Like, she's not like she's picked up her phone and she's held it. There's someone standing at a distance with a camera yep. who's then not there when she goes, oh, I'll touch my glasses so you can see what I see. It's small things like that in adverts where people clearly just didn't think it through. Like, it just completely ruins the immersion. I also love that he called Naomi and she just has an assistant that doesn't say anything. She's just there. <laughs> just there smiling. But my favourite thing about this, right, so she's like, oh, there's artists, they're making, like, 3D art that you can look at in the metaverse, only in the metaverse, I guess. And they're like, oh, this is fantastic. Then it starts to, like, disappear. So she says, I'll tip the artist to extend it. 
So it's like, oh, you can only watch a lot. I mean, it's just fair, right, for artists. Like, mm-hmm. you can only, like, properly experience it the more you pay them. So she tips them. And then the robot walks over and goes, hey, look at this forest that I found. And they all just go to the forest. Now we just tipped that artist so they could look at the art longer and they just walked away. Poor Naomi's money's just down the drain. But presumably she could end the call and just experience it herself. It's her money. She didn't tip it for herself. She tipped it to share with her friends and they threw it there back are, in her face. There are no friends in the metaverse. No, you cannot socialise in the metaverse. Well, clearly none of these people are allowed to be in the same place. See, now, I want to draw attention to this bit where the the woman like calls him... I assume that's his wife. As in, I believe that is his wife, yes. Because she's clearly holding a, like a phone to her face. So she's correct. But the other woman is standing in front of a camera. Not a phone. Who storyboarded this? No one, apparently, because it's incredibly inconsistent. Um, and my the filmmaker inside me was screaming the whole time. But it's the thing is, again, arrogance. This is This wasn't just a, oh, we're, you know an idea that we've had no 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 this was a full launch and rebranding of the entire thing so facebook which aided the insurrection in the u.s capital a year ago decided you know what people are leaving facebook in droves maybe our solution is to just totally rebrand and create a terrifying vision for the future where they control even more it is horrifying. You're right. Sorry, I just saw a video with him. Zuckerberg holding a giant knife. That's how I imagine him. That, yeah. Nobody's laughing. Yeah. I, like, coming into this, like, I wasn't entirely sure what the metaverse was gonna, was gonna be like. I still want to tell sure, because I feel like this advert grossly missells it. Because what they're advertising cannot be done. Not currently. Maybe 20 years down the line, we might get to technology at this point. But as things are currently... No, we cannot produce the metaverse. It would it. it would require. It kind of reminds me of Kingsman, where Samuel Jackson's character gives a free SIM card to everyone on the planet. You would require that level of giving technology to people to make it remotely as all powerful as this is. Otherwise, it would just exacerbate. The divisions that are already there. What's what's Meta gonna do for like, you know, the neo-Nazi rooms that are within the metaverse? Are they? I mean, they can't even shut down the hate pages that are currently on Facebook. So I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to, <laughs> to tackle stuff like that in the metaverse. You're gonna have people having actual digital neo-Nazi meetings, or this is very true. Um, and I believe that again harkens back to that point that we made, where it comes from like a a rich like white man's yep idea. Like they they they've not fought beyond like they make this and they go yeah I'll hang out with my friends in space to play cards and then we'll go and watch flying koi and they've not taken into account the amount of people that are just going to grossly abuse this. And you're right, like they can't keep, even with Facebook where it's just pages, they cannot keep up with the people that are already abusing that. Never mind people that are going to create entire virtual reality environments that will just be awful. Does Facebook control whether you are allowed to create a digital space that could be deeply offensive or hate speech or there's an arrogance to the whole thing that starts with monitoring my milk levels and ends in it? 
virtual reproduction of a Hitler rally. I think he's. I think it might be safe to say that the metaverse just doesn't add up. It really doesn't. It's it's scary. But I'm I'm thankful that it will not happen. No, I'm. I, no, the what they what they have promised um, will not come to fruition. Um, hopefully, it will crash and burn. It will cost the millions, billions. Hopefully, and what a waste. Yes, and Zuckerberg will lose his grip of power that he has over all of us, where he knows who we are and what we eat, and determines if we're allowed to have friends or not. Tune in next time when we will find our next ads that don't add up. I pray to the metaverse that it will be less dystopian. Doesn't Add Up is presented, edited, and produced by Liam Pollock and Tristan Sir Robertson. Side effects of this podcast could include split-side laughter, hair loss, giddy aunt, or mild thigh-slapping. Discussions of ads for products, services, or companies could improve your own consumption of media. Do not take this podcast while operating heavy machinery or as an endorsement of anything.